Alright guys, welcome back. Welcome back. I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. And we are Two Average Guys. Um, glad to have you guys back today. Um, we'll talk about uh, what happened yesterday with the Huskers and Ohio State. So, um, so Jimmy, what, what was your uh, gut reaction to that game? I thought we played a very good game. Um, it was refreshing to see, you know, you play a, a big-time opponent like Ohio State mm-hmm. on the road, and you play well. And that's the difference than it has been the last couple of years. I mean, we've gotten blown out by Ohio State 118-17 to 17 over the last two years. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, been, it's been pretty bad. You know, you see Ohio State on the schedule, and it's, it's always, you know, tough. And you know it's going to be tough. And it's been really bad the last couple of years. Yeah, well, and, and so we went into this season, not even just this game, but this season knowing that our schedule's tough. Like, mm-hmm. we, we had a tough schedule for this year, and we knew that. So we knew that we'd have to come out. Um, and this is before we even knew that Frost was going to be the coach, is we're going to have to prepare a lot better this year than we did the year before with Mike Riley. And then Mike Riley's fired. Yeah. New coach coming in. Now we're thinking, man, our, our schedule's tough. Now we got new coaches, new staff. We got new everything. Um, and we got a young team. And I do remember thinking, you know, oh, man, if we hire Frost, he's going to have a tough schedule his first year. Yeah. And we have, obviously. Um, it was nice. And Michigan, I think, is better this year than um, than Ohio State is. Yes. But you see the Michigan game from six weeks ago or whatever it was, and we didn't. We looked like we didn't belong on the field, and it was no. different yesterday. Uh, it, yeah. it was a it was a complete one eighty from that. So 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 Frost mentioned, you know, after the Michigan game, you know, they went away from that game with their tails between their legs. Yeah, they did. And he mentioned, you know, yesterday he goes, the guys were pissed that they lost. Yeah. Um, they're upset not only because they lost, but because they know they could have won the game. I mean, they right. know that there were little things here and there throughout the game that essentially turned the field to where it gave them an advantage or gave them momentum. Right, and I like that. I mean, I, th- I know, like, as fans, we, we felt pretty good after the game. At least yeah. I did. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we played a good game. We played a lot better on defense than we have. Yep. But the offensive line has stepped up. Oh, um, big time. Yeah. They didn't have a sack. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. And that's... There's no sacks. It's crazy to think about. Cause and I think they only had that, one one QB hurry. Yeah, because if you watch that Michigan game, <laughs> we end up taking Martinez out because he was scrambling around mm-hmm. so much. We didn't want him to get hurt. But, um, no, I, it's always tough. I posted, you know, it's always tough. You never want to lo- You never want to lose. No. But it's just kind of exciting to see how things are going to look in the next couple of years. It's yeah. Gonna, it's going to be a lot. Well, and not everyone likes moral victories. Right. Um, and I'm not a big rah rah moral victory guy either, no. like I said. I think this year you got to take you, – you have to this year because you, we have seen we have seen improvement. Yeah. Um, just about every game, especially since Michigan, we've seen our team improve. We've seen those – those flashes of a really good football team that's not really two and seven, and, and so with you, a lot of young talent too. Yeah, so you have to take that into account. Um, I mean, I'm sure, and Urban Meyer even said, you know, after the game, yep. that you know that's a that's a two and seven team that no one wants to play right. Absolutely, now. yeah. I mean, in Ohio State, you know, their their coaches, um, and I saw some stuff from their fans, and I mean, even they were shocked that we came in there and played as well as we did. Um, and so, you know, you look at Michigan uh, from last year, um, you know, they really didn't play as well as they thought they would last year, but they didn't have a Shea Patterson. Um, right. Shea Patterson, I think, is really one of those guys that has turned the table on on his, his season and really found his stride for right. Michigan. So, um, And that's what I think they're going to beat Ohio State. Oh, uh, yeah, I don't have a doubt. One thing, one big difference is, you know, Dwayne Haskins is a great quarterback. 
He had thrown for 400 yards for three straight games. Mm-hmm. We, we held him to like 250-something. Yep. Um, the problem for them is, you know, they've, they've been used to a mobile quarterback. And Haskins can't run. There was one time he had a bunch of daylight and he only got a yard. Yeah. So, I mean. Yeah, and I think uh, he didn't know. He's, he's, he's a pro style quarterback. He didn't only just get a yard. He, like, barely slid. He <laughs> yeah. almost fell over. He, uh, um, he will probably be a pretty good NFL quarterback down the road. But um, Yeah. I, I saw um, I saw a post. It was uh, some blogger, I guess, posted. Uh, an Ohio State um, fan blogged. And he said something like, there's no way, you know, Ohio State's getting no love, sitting at number 10 in the first playoff rankings. Now they're going to play Nebraska at home and they're, they're um, uh, alternate unis. There's no way that this game's going to be close. They're going to blow out Nebraska. They're atrocious. Like, saying all these things, he goes, I can't believe after two wins they think that they've turned their season around and we're going to blow them out. And I, I had to laugh because a lot of people probably felt the same way as, yeah, they beat Minnesota and Bethune-Cookman. No way they're gonna come in here to the big house. But that, but that, to me, that is a fan that watches the game, but doesn't watch other teams and doesn't keep up with other teams are doing in yeah. in the Big Ten especially. Um, so I just I don't think I, I, from people like that, he's one of those people that's gonna come back today and say, "Well, wins a win. That's all that matters." Right. Because he's, gonna, he's yeah. gonna he didn't expect that. So what I think a lot of fans expected too, and and we had our contest on uh, winning tickets for the Iowa game, which we will get that announce uh, that winner announced here um, not too long from now. We got to make sure we go through everybody. There was a lot of people who uh, put scores in. Good. We think we have a winner, but we want to make sure that we have that. Yeah, and I think for that, sure that winner picked up. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty close. Um, <laughs> on the points and the yards. So, so good on you. So Zom says Urban Meyer will be the Browns coach next year. Side bet. Oh man, that's right. Well, right now they're looking at uh, uh, who is it? They're looking um, at um, Zach Taylor. Yeah, Zach Taylor. He's uh, a Rams quarterback. He's the Rams coach. quarterback coach. Apparently well, he's apparently he's in the like the top uh, spot right now for potential for the, that job. I saw, I saw that he was for um, the odds on one of the odds makers mm-hmm. pages. He he was the favorite. Absolutely. Um, no, it, I, I think I do think that we showed not only ourselves, but I think we showed the Buckeye fans and the rest of the country that Ohio State's extremely overrated. Uh, as McKenna, Agreed. McKenna mentioned, they are overrated. Agreed. Um, and that's why it's kind of tough because you know we're we're kind of on the rise. Ohio State's not having a great as I mean they're still shoot they're they're potentially still playoff worthy. <laughs> Um, with yeah. the record, after this Nebraska game, I, I doubt it. Twenty nine point loss to Purdue, yeah, and, and, then, and then almost. Right, but nuts. what I was gonna say was, um, you know, all I heard all week was Ohio State had a bye week. They're mad. They're all pissed off because they got blown out. Yep. They're gonna come out angry, and I thought they would. And yeah. I thought that they, you know, would might. Well, we, and not only that, but to to keep playoff aspirations. I thought they might run the score up, or at oh, least yeah. try to. Yeah, and, 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 and that's what we thought. And that's yeah. what we thought. We thought last week, hey, they're going to come out mad. That could be this could be bad for us yeah. because they're going to come off after that loss. And so I think and, that looks even better. Plus, we yep. didn't even get a bye week. Yeah, when I did, I did read another article about the game, and someone did mention they're like, here, here's a takeaway for each team. Nebraska is getting better and better. They almost took down a top ten team um, on the road, and Ohio State came off a loss and a bye week. And looked like they were definitely not the better team, right. um, and showed that you know Zami mentioned they looked disinterested for a team coming off that loss. I mean that's what the article was basically saying is they did not look prepared. Um, not only not prepared, but they just didn't look like they cared as much as they may have in the past. I don't know. I just I couldn't put my bone on yeah. my my yeah. really my thinking on it. You look at well, 
really yeah. the development of their players. So um, they have their defense is is their weakness. Uh, much like yeah. much like Nebraska, our defense has been our weakness this season. Um, if you had to pin it to not a one thing, but <laughs> or special, yeah, um, but. Really, you look at some of the guys on their team, and I had a discussion with a, an Ohio State fan, someone who um, watches plenty of Ohio State football, and him and I were kind of going back and forth on, you know, after that Purdue loss, like, what is it? Like, Ohio State, you know, they recruit well. You know they recruit oh, well. Yeah. They bring in guys across they the country. They got, like, a top five recruiting class every year. Yeah, and so why are their guys – why do they have this blowout loss to Iowa last year, a blowout loss to Purdue, almost losing to a Nebraska team who has two wins on the season against teams that are under 500? Even, um, even when they – Won the national championship, they lost to Virginia Tech, and it was yeah. a bad ball. I mean, it was looked was a bad book, and that kept them out of the playoff last year is because they lost to Iowa. I mean, essentially, that's what kept them out um, and allowed two SEC teams in. Um, yeah, and be interesting. To and see so I, I don't know if it's a development problem, and that's what the guy I talked to. He was saying, you know, these we get these good athletes in. Um, our linebackers, they don't get developed. One of the linebackers looked like he was about 120 pounds out there. <laughs> I mean, and he made he made a couple good catch, good tackles, but I'm like, man, like that's that's the best you got on defense. And he just he didn't look like an athlete. But I don't know if it's hmm. the development piece. But we know. know we know we we did expose them yesterday. I think Michigan's going to be able to watch that film and say. Nebraska should have won that game. They here's where they messed up, where we can't screw up. Um, yeah, here's where they made some mistakes. Adrian Martinez throwing a <laughs> ball that he shouldn't have thrown. Yeah, um, I, that no one has ever thrown. Yeah, <laughs> so we got a couple questions. Okay, so okay. uh, Pudi asked if Urban will be the coach at OSU next year. I don't think he will. I think there's been a lot of focus on the cyst. There's been a lot of focus on his health in general. Which is the same thing that happened when he was at Florida. But there was also a lot of discussion about the ongoing tension and frustration with him, the president, and the AD. And I think that all stemmed for, from not only last year that lost to Minnesota, Purdue boiled up some of that conversation again, or Iowa, sorry. Iowa. Um, and the Purdue loss boiled up some conversation again, but I think everything that happened in the offseason that led all the findings that they had, that the AD and the president, supposedly some, some things they knew about, some they didn't, prior to the season, putting aside everything that happened with Zach Smith, everything they found elsewhere, I think that's just caused a lot of frustration, and now they're, I think they're butting heads. Uh, a lot of people say the reports are false, this and that, but it wouldn't surprise me if they're true because that well, kind of thing can really bring a lot and, of attention. And they could have – they probably honestly could have or should have let him go, mm -hmm. you know, instead of just getting the suspension. Yep. Um, I think that they probably wanted to try to keep recruits. Yep. You know, they don't wanna, didn't want to turn turn things away there. Um so yeah, I mean, and if he is out, I mean, who who's up? Who's up? Yeah, next for Ohio State. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah, um, Nathan uh, Nathan asks about you know Bosa leaving the team. Uh, does that hurt the morale? He's the best player. He leaves the team. Yeah, that'd be like us losing against Stanley Morgan. That would or, be like or uh, that would be Spielman. like Mohammed Barry not being on the defense. Yeah, just saying I'm I'm leaving or yeah. even a Gifford. That's true. So I mean, and we talked about that once Gosh, before. Gifford wasn't a senior. But we've talked about that more than once uh, about the Ohio State team is. Nick Bosa leaving, how does that affect the team and the defense? Because you know the, their pass rush was hella good when he was in. Even though he wasn't, right. he didn't play many games, but when he was there, they were getting pressure. He was getting sacks. Right. He was stripping the ball from the quarterback. I mean, he was a force to reckon with. You have not seen that same energy out of their defense. In fact, their defense, it seems like they have gotten worse uh, since he got injured and has not been playing. They had one game where they looked like, ah, oh, it didn't hurt him at all, but then it's like, eh, okay, they're – 
they're struggling, and I think that is a big part is losing that's Bosa. How, that's how Purdue was able to expose them. Yeah, uh, I mean, you, you lose him. you lose your captain. I mean, I absolutely I think it's morale. Yeah, it hurts morale. I, I would think so. Uh, especially kind of the way it happened. He got injured. He possibly could have been able to come back, but maybe not towards the end of the season. Then he decides to quit and not even attend the school anymore. Like he just completely says goodbye, teammates. It makes sense. I, I get both sides of it, but as a teammate, you got to feel like. Wow. As an athlete, I don't. I could never imagine like not finishing my season. Yeah, you know, know these guys, but don't, they don't play in the bowl game. I get it. it, I, get I, it. I get it. It's money. It's his future. We can't judge him for that. Just like anyone that transfers, uh, it's just an, a decision you don't see happen very often. But it's something that I think we could see happen more and more. It's going to happen quite a bit more. I'm surprised that yeah. it actually took you know this long. Yeah, I guess they're making more money now than they have. Exactly. So and maybe, yeah, uh, Zom mentioned yeah, same thing with Meyer at Florida. All of a sudden, they weren't a dominant team anymore. Um, he's a five six year type guy, and I could, that very well could be true. Um, and, you know, I actually liked Urban Meyer when he was on ESPN mm-hmm. um, as an analyst or whatever. He he was actually pretty good. The guy knows the game. There's uh, no doubt. And he liked Nebraska a lot. Whenever he called Nebraska, he's, he's he has a lot of respect for Nebraska, yeah. and he always has. Even when they were kicking our ass 60, 66 to three or sixty three to three, he still had a lot of respect for us. Yeah, and, and I mean, he's I'm not saying that I necessarily coach. like the guy as a person. I don't know. No, but anyway. uh, and McKenna mentioned, you know, you talk about the development of players. That's why Nick Saban stays at Bama too. He's you know you know NFL's come to Saban. Oh yeah, they want him back in the NFL. He's like. No, I, he's developing young kids to be great football players. Now, does he always have stand-up kids as far as who they are as people? Um, does he always discipline them the way that they probably should? Maybe not, but um, but he develops players, and that's why they're so good. Um, so let's see. Oh, yeah, so talking about uh, why your players uh, withdraw from school in general for NFL prep or to avoid injury. Um it could be a mixture of both. Um, I don't see. I, I would think, say both. I don't think we've seen enough of it yet for the high-profile players um, to where they quit. I, I mean, they didn't like during the season, but I mean, Christian McCaffrey yep. didn't play in the last bowl game. And I think I think the I bowl heard, games, I understand that we've seen we've seen a lot. If of that you're not playing, time. if you're, but I have heard conversations where you know, is uh, is it going to get to a point where a team makes the college football playoff and you don't play because you don't want to get hurt? I, and that's I don't want that to happen. I definitely one hundred percent do not want. Now that to I do, and so part of that question is withdrawing from school for a prep. Now I find that interesting because I think Nate Gray did that. Uh, yeah, I think there was some extracurriculars outside well. <laughs> of why he uh, why he did that. Um, that wasn't shared with the general public. Right. But I do think people leaving the team um, is one thing. But when they just drop out of school for prep, I mean, you can prep for the NFL and still get your degree. If yeah, you're I don't senior. know why, especially if you're that close. And let, and let me tell you, a lot, a lot of these guys free education for most more than yeah, likely. Well, a lot of these guys are going to school. You know, they might be getting a general you know communications degree, which I'm not trying to knock down a communications degree. Um, but I know my senior my senior year prior to doing my student teaching was easy. It was a breeze. Yeah. Um, it's it was one of those things where I didn't have a lot of papers. It was a lot of class discussion. So I don't know what these guys are going to school for. But if it's a uh, senior season, I think you just stick it out. At least get your degree, because what happens if you do get injured and you have to fall back on something? Yeah. And you don't get that. Maybe you get some guaranteed money, but it's not going to last your entire life. Right. So I don't agree with it, uh, but I think it is a little bit of NFL prep and also to avoid injury. Um. So Austin Austin says proof the, of the improvements that Nebraska has made this year. 
um, to the point OSU not being us. Yeah, I mean, this is, let's see, beating up. Uh, them not being up to par this year a little both. I think, personally, I think the game yesterday showed how much Nebraska has improved more than anything else. Close, I think, I think the gap. Purdue was able to expose Ohio State for their lack of defense um, and also expose that they didn't have much of a run game. Now, we'll get to the run game in a second um, because they did run on us for over 200 yards. Um, that was the difference. And that really was, that really was a big game. difference. Um, but I think we were able to also expose that, guess what? Your quarterback is not that great. He missed a lot of wide-open receivers. Right. Um, and your defense, we can expose the defense as well. So I think it's a little bit of both. Um, but I don't think uh, – I think it, Ohio State is definitely overrated. Um, and people think they're better than what they are because of their past. So, um, well, and, and their record. And, you know, did you see what Michigan did yesterday? It was 42 to nothing. Yeah. They, and Penn State, you know, squeaked in a late touchdown. Yep. They could do that same thing to Ohio State. Yep. Absolutely. Um, let's see. So, yeah, McKenna thinks that leaving school is just is not a smart thing to do, uh, but I think you're going to see more and more of it, like we said. Yeah. Um, John mentioned, you know, do you think Wondell Robinson coming to Kentucky is just too convenient? You know, that's – so – I heard some talk on the radio this morning. So we'll get to what you what you heard this morning. So I, you know, I I don't know. A lot of people thought, hey, he was probably paid. It was interesting because there was a conversation that that happened um, about um, someone said Scott Frost was called, and they said, hey, you know, I'm I'm Wandell's handler. Uh, this is what we're, this is what Kentucky's going to do. What what are you going to do for my guy? And Scott Frost was pissed and essentially just hung up the phone and said, you know, go take it where the sun don't shine. Um, here, here's my thing. We have a, I saw a lot of crap from fans on social media, and they were getting mad about it, saying, oh, he's getting paid, he's getting paid, or just tra- trashing him and his decision. And I think we, we have to be very careful as fans, especially social media, uh, because social media influences are huge right now, especially when you're looking at a fan we base. We talked about that last um, week. Yeah, we, we talked about it more than once. A couple, couple um, weeks ago, I think. But he's also from Kentucky. His girlfriend goes to school with him. His girlfriend, we don't, is she going to Kentucky? Yeah, I guess she, she, she is. She is. Um, so whether or not that played a decision for him, I think we need to be respectful of that because guess well, what? Signing days until December. He could right. flip any time. Right. And, you know, I think one of the things was that, you know, he, he said, you know, after the fact – you know, because not everybody goes to the NFL. I mean, maybe maybe he will, but you know, if he has to turn around and then eventually get a job, you yeah. know, he said being, you know, I could be a kind of a home state hero. Yeah, and and, um, and, and we want to recruit- when, when I go to get a job, you know, yep. alumni people will know who I am. Yeah. Well, we want to recruit in state as well. So, right. uh, to me, how dare us shame somebody for picking their home state school? Right. And if there, it's if, just like if there are details outside of that, like well, it, it will come to light eventually. If that really is well, what happened, it kind of did. Oh, um, okay. So, so this is what you heard this morning. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, one other thing, real quick, was I mean, yeah, like those Burke kids. They're two of the highest recruits that we have, and I mean, that's like Ohio State shaming them because. Ohio State fans shaming them because they're going to choose to go to Nebraska. Why would you go to Nebraska when they're zero and six and you commit there? When, yeah, you know whatever. But um, I listened to a little bit of Husker Hangover <laughs> on sixteen twenty with Matt Verzal. Nice. Yep. Yep. It's very good. I love him. Um, and he had one of the recruiting experts that the guys talked to, mm. and he said, um, "Yeah, I mean, he did have he had a handler, and I don't know. He maybe wasn't <laughs> a handler. He wasn't necessarily <laughs> sure if." Um, 
there was like m- like money necessarily because you didn't say that um, like I you know like the one post had said like here's what we're willing to offer what Kentucky's going to offer like what what do you offer well, yeah but that it, was, anything, some, it really. was something along the lines of you know the spot that he's going to want to play is where is that kind of that JD Spielman <laughs> yeah slot, and he said so is that gonna is he going to have to be moved out to you know be a, a more of a wideout yeah. Or something like that. Like, Almost like you got to like, guarantee yeah, my gotta, guy. Yeah, guarantee that type of thing. So that makes sense. Because um, it, I mean, this. He even said, you know, it was quite interesting because basically for the last month, I yeah. mean, he's been all in. Yeah, all in. All in. And yeah. it, it, flipped, last, it flipped. It flipped overnight. It flipped overnight. So something. I mean, something like now. It, it so, flipped hard overnight. It wasn't well, a it was, soft. It, it was, was like a, a 76 percent. Yeah, Nebraska, and then. It went to like fourteen percent Nebraska. It went from it went to twenty six percent, but forty four. Yeah, whatever. But you know, we we did so get it was uh, interesting. We did get a couple. We did get a couple we, of crews. We will sure. talk a little bit more about the game here, guys. Don't worry. But um, we did get Bryce Benhart. So we talked about him on our show we last did. week, and within a couple hours, they made an announcement. That, I know it was Sunday Bryce, night. That was awesome. That Bryce committed. So Bryce, welcome to the the Husker family, uh, dude. You're huge. So very excited to see what you can. And do they're for saying us. that that we don't really want to redshirt him. We want him to go in. And oh, I think try to play I think next year. I think he'll be ready to play. I mean, he's I a big so. dude. And, and get him in the weight room. Get this. And see if what you're gonna have, like. if you're gonna have. Uh, Jurgens playing O line too. That that could be pretty good. Yeah, I, I think so. I'm, I'm excited to get him on board. We also got Javin Wright, um, Toby Wright's son, um, mm-hmm. and so that story was really cool because he talked about his very first trip to Nebraska with his dad. His dad hadn't been back to Memorial Stadium in 15 years. And he said, one thing that really made up my mind is as soon as he walked in that stadium, I could see his eyes start to well up. Tears came out of his eyes as soon as he saw Tom Osborne. Oh. And he said, <laughs> and, and like, that said, I guess you got chills like even talking about it because you think himself. about your first time walking into Husker, into Memorial Stadium as a hardcore Husker fan. And it is something else. I mean, it is, you talk about recruits coming in out of high school, they've never been there. He's from Arizona, never stepped foot in the state of Nebraska, let alone in Memorial Stadium. He right. goes there with his dad who played there, uh, who was a black shirt, I believe, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I'm not entirely um, sure. He comes in, and his dad's reaction alone made him think, this is where I want to be at. I mean, that's, that's, cool. that's a cool story. So very excited to get him as a corner. Um, he's, a, he's a big corner as well. He's 6'3". Um, I'm excited to get him on board, see what he can do, um, bring in some of that legacy. And actually, he got an offer before Shadander even knew that he was a legacy <laughs> that oh, his dad wow. played. So he wow, saw him play. Cool. And they feel like he can be uh, one of those guys that can play multiple positions too uh, on defense and really help us out. Um, Grad transfers, what positions are we looking at? You know, that's kind of tough with a grad transfer for a guy that's going to come play for one year. Um, right now, yeah, I, I think they're probably looking more JUCO than actual grad transfers. Yeah. Um, but maybe. they're but they're pretty spot. I mean, they're pretty sharp on on what they're doing. We, so maybe they could be trying to find maybe some grad, grad transfer. Transfers. You could be looking at maybe a kicker, punter. Um, yeah. I mean, our special oh teams. God. You know, we need it right now. Um, Armstrong has actually had a good year as far as punting, but he did not have a good day yesterday. Um, yeah. he was averaging, I think. Under four yards, a punt um, did not have a great day so, yesterday. That was a that was clearly a, an onside attempt, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, his foot was going sideways. So I mean, I thought I thought so, but it was brutal. Yes, <laughs> and it every, was. Everybody's been crucified. Yeah. For it. So, but but listen, I I love the call. I absolutely yeah, me too. I loved 
the onside call because if you watch the replay if you guys haven't watched it yet and you watch the replay don't watch the actual kick watch where ohio state ohio state's guys are going every single one of them as soon as he approached the ball they started going backwards we would have recovered that kick no doubt um as long as we had as long as it would have gone 10 yards um but i mean i love the call it just wasn't executed and guess what it didn't hurt us we ended up stopping them on fourth and two right um and had a big stop on the defense but which was kind of interesting um you know all i heard was how good haskins is and they're gonna yep. throw the ball and then right off the bat they, they weren't they were running the ball and we were stopping them. yeah uh, yeah, eventually, I mean, your game plan, you wear defense down. They have Mike Weber and Dobbins who are both really good running backs. Right. And I was I was actually expecting them to run the ball. Um, and so I wasn't surprised to see them put the ball on the ground, especially in the second half. In the second half, so McKenna asked, you know, what changed in the third quarter? Uh, we couldn't sustain drives offensively. Yeah. I thought our play call, I don't know how many adjustments they made, but I thought our play calling kind of went downhill. Um, we well, didn't we didn't do what we did in the first half as far as some of those quick passes. Uh, Martinez yeah. missed some passes. We Drops we dropped some passes, some, yeah. Um, but we we had five punts in a row, five in a row uh, out of seven drives in the second in the second half. We had five punts, and then we had a touchdown and a field goal. So it, that it, that killed our defense too, because then they they really did have a chance. That that's how they, they were able, and that's game. how they were able to hurt us on the ground is because we had those five punts. So we're going three and out, maybe one first down and then go out. But our defense wasn't getting the time to take a break. They come in and they ended up running the ball. Um, had a couple big runs as well. Um, yeah, I mean that last one. We gave up 229 yards rushing, um, which we were actually, the first half was great. I thought our defense was not the reason why we lost. Um, I really don't. Yeah, I think I, I think mean, our, I think you can point more towards the offense and find out why did we stall out in that third quarter um, and have five punts in a row. I think we got to be more creative with those plays and kind of do what's working right. Yeah, uh, you know we game planned really well because we looked. Awesome on the first drive on on offense. Yeah, pretty much every game, at yeah. least for oh, the yeah. last four or five. Um, and then after it's like I, I don't know. It's like we 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 know exactly all the plays we're going to run on the first drive. Yeah. Great, yeah. but then we come out for the next drive and go three and out, or yep. absolutely. You know, have a bad looking drive so yeah and, and i thought some of that up i, I was hoping we'd run the ball more um i thought we could have i mean purdue was able to rush for just under 200 yards like 179 or something i thought we'd run the ball more uh as far as a team you know we had uh zigbo 86 yards and martinez 72 yards um obviously washington has some yards too but i thought we could have done more of the run game problem was we tried to run outside their their linebackers and their their uh, defensive ends oh, were fast oh, enough yeah. to get to the outside. Yeah, we had success. Team like Ohio State, you can't you can't run. Yeah, we had success going up the middle. Um, I did. I do think Ozigbo got hurt uh, to the point where it wasn't 100. percent He kind of fell on the ball awkwardly, yeah. and so I don't know if it was a rib. Well, uh, Washington was a got hurt too, and Washington got hurt early in the game. So I think that affected the run game a little bit. Um, but I thought overall, I thought li- listen, we first downs, we had more first downs than them. Total yards. 31 yard difference. We had 450. They had 481. Okay. Um, we had we beat them in pass yards, 266 to 252. Uh, rush yards, they beat it. That's where they beat us, 184 to 229. And it's not a huge difference. So that's 31 yard bad. difference. So we played head to head, and we actually did better than them on most of the, the overall stats throughout the entire game. Time of possession, turnovers. We had three. We had one, uh, we only gave the ball away once. And we got the ball three times on defense. Yeah. Um, and those were huge, but we, we needed to take those turnovers and take them into points. And that's where we failed in that second half is we didn't turn those turnovers into points except for, I think, their second fumble. Yeah. 
And <laughs> over the last couple of years, we haven't had, we haven't forced very many turnovers. No. So no, it, they it, don't, I mean, we don't, we need to learn how to get these turnovers, which yep. we get them. Great. Now we're starting to get them. We need yeah, to, you know, turn those into points. Jojo Doman, man, that that rush, that rush on the outside. I mean, his speed alone. Now, I think he he's gonna have to get some uh, some strength to get some of that that uh, toughness going still. But man, you watch him run, run down that quarterback on that hit. I mean, that was fantastic. I mean, yeah. that, I saw him coming off the edge. I'm staying on my cat on the uh, not on my couch. <laughs> I stand up and I'm like, oh, he's gonna hit him. He just drilled him, and that that took a lot out of Haskins too. Oh yeah, um, so he got him got right hit. underneath the, right yeah. underneath the uh, arm there. But um, I think our defense. Even with the yardage, yes, we gave up a lot, but I think that's partly because our offense didn't stay on the field long enough and actually convert some of those into points, some of those yeah, turnovers. I mean, but, um, I, I, even though he he's made mistake, he makes mistakes every game, but Adrian Martinez is just just so much different yeah. than what we have been used to. Yeah, and I know you know Tommy Armstrong was was pretty good. Um, the other A Mart, <laughs> yeah, it, it, you know Taylor Martinez was. It was pretty good. Um, it's just he's just a different baller, man. Yeah. He, he's and he, I see a so lot young, more. It's it's awesome. Yeah, I'm um, very excited. Uh, so McKenna asked, you know, what do you think about Frost kicking a field goal and punting late in the game on fourth and short? So that's uh, a good call. And I talked the, about this. The fourth and one, um, late in the game, where we kicked a field goal. It's a two possession game. I actually like the call. I, I really wanted them to go for it. And the only reason why is because you got nothing to lose. Right. We, we literally had nothing to lose. We're already only a two-win team. We're not going to a bowl game. Um, we had a lot to gain if we got it, of course. But they, they're the ones who had to, to lose the game there. Right. And, and I think if we risked it and we didn't get it, then we'd be shooting ourselves in the foot. It's kind of one of those, you know, this or that. Either well, we get it and yeah. people are excited or we don't get it. People are like, why'd you do that? Right. And, <clears throat> you know, if you if you do go for it and you don't get it, and then then even if you stop them, mm-hmm. you still are down by two possessions. Yeah. So I, I think it's probably best to take the points in that situation. I, I don't love it, but yeah. I think it's the right I, thing to do. I, get, yeah. get within a possession. Yeah, I, I do think I do think it was uh, a good call because you do get the – and our defense was playing good enough. Right, and that's what I, I said to you. I said – because she said punting late in the game. The defense has been playing well enough. Yeah. Go out there and get a that, stop. And that shows that shows the trust that he had in the exactly, defense. Exactly, that's what I said. Uh, which I love that. And and I think it was a good call. It, it sucks because it didn't work out for us. Um, they did end up converting um, on a long run. Um, and that one thing, you, one thing you saw in some of those long runs, too, is we didn't give up. Our, our yeah. guys are chasing them down, and they're making yeah. plays. Lamar Jackson, hell of an interception in the end zone. Oh, yeah. Um, he, he had his eyes For on all Haskins. the crap I gave him early in the season, he's really turned things but that, around. But I'm that's impressed. the thing. And he even, he even knew that he was not playing well. He gets benched. He thought about quitting. He knew he wasn't playing up to his potential. And then they give him another shot. They, they put him in for lead, give him another shot. He turns around, and he starts to play like we know he can play. Uh, he has the talent. And he comes with an interception. He was eyeing Haskins the entire time. And you watch the replay and the slow-mo replay, it's like, wow. Like he For one, he shouldn't have thrown it there. It was an easy double coverage uh, right. throw. But he closed in on that ball really quick and made a really good yeah, catch. Yeah, I mean, the guy was open for a second. Yeah. I mean, it was it was a good interception. He made, it, he made a really good catch. Um 
So, yeah, Martinez is crazy good. Nathan says a winter season of strength and conditioning without having to get to know the coaches. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so look forward That's to that That's actually a good point right there. Yeah, because they're going to you know, know them. They're going to know what they expect. And then you get the, so you get some of these freshmen that are going to come in, and these, they're gonna be able to help the, them. the leadership on the team is going to be like, no, no, this is what you need to do, and this is what we're going to do. This is how you win. Because yeah. we didn't maybe we didn't win a lot of games last year, but we know how to win. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, the resilience of this team is really showing. Plus, the guys that you know, have gone through it once, are probably going to be able to build on it. They're going to be able to do more. Yeah. Because they were way out of shape. And <clears throat> yeah. so they probably couldn't throw the whole, you know, deal at them. Yeah. Because they, they wouldn't be able to do it. Absolutely. Um, so that's good. Yeah. Uh, Nathan, you asked about uh, Diedrich Mills, uh, a replacement for Zigbo. Um, I, I think there's absolutely no question that he, that he could be a replacement because Washington's not a between-the-tackles between, between the tackles guy. We've seen that. He's he's a speed guy. He needs to get to the outside. He also needs to stop digging. He dances a lot. He dances he a really does. Much. Um, but, that's fine. But he had some really good runs yesterday. Yeah, and um, it's the He's still young. He probably needs to put on a little bit of weight. Maybe. I think it's I mean, his decision I, I know we don't want him to... Be too big. But. Yeah. But he needs – problem is when you get guys that dance too much, they don't hit the holes fast enough and they close. And I think that's what they're going to have to teach him is when you get the ball, size is going to help here because if he gets the ball and say, just run. Yeah. Don't dance. Don't try to, to spin around somebody unless, you know, open field maybe. But just run because if you can run through the tackles or you can run to the outside and in between a, a wide receiver and um, a, a guard pulling, you can run in between them, but you can't do it if you slow down. So I think he's going to learn that, and that, yeah. he's a freshman. He's all true freshman, so he's going to get there. But I think Diedrich Mills is a good guy to put in for uh, a Zigbo. Zigbo might be playing on Sundays. I know I've said that a couple different times, yep. but he's uh, he's really stepped up. I like it. Yeah, so Max, you asked about our tailgating situation next week. Uh, I'm actually going to be at the game next week. It's going to be cold what? as hell. It's an 11 o'clock game. game. I'm going to the game. What the hell? Another 11 o'clock game? I know. This is BS. I saw it this morning, and I'm like, yeah. come on, man. I don't like to drink that early. Yeah, <laughs> I, I will. But So, Max, if, if you got if you got a spot next week, next week, Max, you let us know. Send me a message, uh, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll look up next week. And, Who are you going to the game with? Uh, Chris Jones. Oh. Um, so, I do kind of want to go to a game. I might... I, I talked about Michigan State. I know Zom said he was going. He was hoping for a night game, but I think that's, that might that might be the eleven o'clock game too. I wouldn't be surprised. They're going to announce that I think tomorrow. Oh, if right. I remember correct, yeah. Um, so more Mike Williams, Nathan. Yes, absolutely. Mike Williams had he only had two catches, yeah, twenty one yards. I mean, but the guy the guy can he can move. He can make plays. Hell of a good blocker. He's a really good yeah, blocker on the outside, and that's been a big thing. They want they want guys to play that can block. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think uh, and I think he's he's a good fit to the system, and I think he is one hundred percent bought into what is being taught for this team. Well, and I think he's playing you know a role that he knows he's not going to be the number one or number two guy. Yeah, he's going to do what he I mean, do what he can, take what he take what he's given. Absolutely, and just know that you know Stanley Morgan's not going to be here next year. Yep. So and and I think. He's gonna be he's gonna be a, a good replacement. Because um, if, if you remember, I mean, Stanley was good as a freshman, but he didn't have like a bunch of catches. No. So I mean, if he could be, if he could keep building, he could be potentially a Stanley Morgan, and Stanley Morgan's gonna have a lot of records when he leaves. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so McKenna, you mentioned, you know, yeah, we we should have gone for it. You know, Frost. I think he. It looked like he kind of regretted not going for those plays, uh, those short short yardage plays, but. Um, I would have loved to see him go just so we had nothing to lose. But, um, you know, we still had a shot to win the game, and we didn't do it. Our offense really just stalled out in that third and fourth quarter for the most part. 
Um, Jojo Doman, black shirt. I would be surprised they didn't give him one. Um, he's now, in, in the last two games, he's had a fumble. Um, he, he's caused a fumble. Uh, a forced fumble in the last game. Okay, yeah. Uh, right. And then he had the, the forced fumble in this game, the strip sack. sack. So I, I think he's a guy that you, you see him out there, and he the guy's just fast. He's got speed. He's got determination. He, he looks like a uh, potentially an ex like Levante David as far as speed. Um, he's a little faster than Mo Berry, yeah. I think. He doesn't have the size. Um, Berry is just a beast. He's a beast. Uh, but I, I think that uh, we have a lot of good talent, young talent, that's going to develop over this over the uh, winter and in the spring. And I'm just ex- I'm smiling just talking. It gets me excited because you see all the improvements we made. Um, I mean, Martinez was 22 of 33 for 266 yards. Yeah, I mean, that's 66%, but um, it's be- at the same time, Haskins, I mean, that, which, Haskins which was like 56 Which is pretty good. However, um, you're probably counting three, four, five drops yeah. in that oh, yeah. mix. Oh, yeah. Um, so. so, talk about the D line, um, linebacker blitzing. Um, yeah, I, I think I think there is effort there. Um, I, what I would like to see from our defensive line coach is really teaching our guys to to build in some uh, some different schemes on the defensive line. We're not doing a whole lot of um, I don't even know the terminology because once again never played football. <laughs> uh, but it's when you, oh um, like a trap scheme. So where yeah I know what you it, mean. You know you have to you have to mix it up to where you think you're blocking this guy, but guess what? I'm going over there and that guy's got to block me instead. Uh, and we got to do some of those moves on defense to where we are causing them to trip over themselves or right. they don't block or, us. Or move somebody so that you can catch a linebacker through the middle yep. to get a, you know, a blitz in there or whatever it might well, be. Well, and I, th- I think linebackers, uh, I do think we've been a little slow, like late blitzes, almost delayed, uh, which is still giving them time to throw the ball and we're not getting the quarterback right. in time. On JoJo Dolman's sack, one he thing went I saw right away, he went right away. He came from the outside. Right. I think we try to blitz up the middle too much. Our defensive line, I don't think, is good enough to open up a gap for that linebacker to blitz. Yeah. Uh, so I think our linebackers coming from the outside is going to help if we blitz from the outside. Get Gifford on get the Gifford outside. On, Gifford had a forced fumble yesterday too. Um, get Gifford on the outside. Get Doman on the outside. Get Barry on the outside. Um, even though he's a middle linebacker, but if you can get middle him, but still. if you can do some stunts up front and get a linebacker on the outside to, to blitz, uh, especially if they have a, a, a running back in the package, get the linebacker on the opposite side to try to come in. Or man, take some risks. I and mean, right now we're at a point where we can take risks. Come from the outside with two linebackers. Your outside linebacker. We don't have a defensive end that can rush the QB. Yeah, I mean, that's one thing we need to focus on too. Yeah, I mean, Freedom's been good the last. You know, he's a senior now. He's been good. Yeah, but there's just not enough there. No, um, but I, I think we can. We can. We can be that defense that we need to be um, as far as rushing the QB. But we got to have the guys to do it, and we have to have the those schemes like the outside blitzes, not the middle blitz, because the middle blitz we just don't have the line for that yet. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't like when we rush three either. Uh, Stoltenberg isn't big enough. Um, yeah, he's Stoltenberg he's probably is just not healthy enough. Yeah, he didn't play he, much he's, yesterday. He's trying to, and I feel bad for the guy because mm-hmm. you know how much he probably wants to be out there, and yeah, just injuries. It is what it is. Yeah. So and so McBride uh, said this on Character or on the Character Show last week is we do have to pressure from the sides because we've never been a middle blitz team. We never have. We've always had the line that can get through the the offensive line. 
but we've always been able to blitz from the outside and, and put pressure on. And so I think that's something that we have to focus on is those outside blitzes. Um, even our linebackers can't cover the tight ends very well. <laughs> we've seen that. We're struggling. Diedrich Young is struggling to cover know, the tight ends. Um, he did have a couple of good plays yesterday, especially his one solo tackle was the one that stopped him on fourth and two. Yeah. Um, but I think we have uh, we have some of the talent on the outside, even at the corner position, where we can do some corner blitzes, bring a safety up to cover the wide receiver. You know, we have those opportunities, and I think we need to we need to exploit it. I think we need to do some experimenting the rest of the season. Because right now, yeah, we'd love to win. A, <clears throat> excuse me, win a couple more games. But at the same time, if we have plays that we can try and see if it's going to work, why not try them now? Yeah, and too, I mean. These players get four games, yeah, then still keep their red shirt. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how many, how many players are, are there, you know, are mm-hmm. at the level that we want them to be at to perform. Absolutely. Um, so I don't know that we want to put, necessarily put them in. You know, maybe against Illinois, depending on how the game is going. Yeah. Which I think that we could take care of business, which I think that we should. Yeah. Um, you know, Michigan State, Iowa is going to be probably a different story, but be tougher games, but beatable. Yeah, well, I think so too. I mean. <clears throat> for, for sure. And what do you got? Uh, so good question from Nathan. You know, did Purdue show us how to attack um, Ohio State? And did they show us how to beat Iowa? Um, I, Potentially. I think so. I mean, I think that um, I, I don't know if they showed us how to beat Ohio State. We didn't win the game. I was hoping we'd do some more deep passes because we can expose their corners. The one deep pass that we did have, hell of a good pass as Martinez was getting hit. Imagine if he wasn't getting hit. And how open he, he probably would have led the receiver for, uh, Morgan for right. TD there, but um, I do think that watching Purdue definitely helped us prepare for that game yesterday, and I do think it's going to help right. us prepare and for Iowa. But that game, I mean, that was a hell of a good game by both teams, Purdue and Iowa, at Purdue. I I had a feeling I that Purdue that, would win that game. I hope that we play a game like that against Iowa. Oh yeah, I'd say Jason Huntington. He, you know, he said you know you guys had a had a hell of a game. Yeah, or whatever. And I said I, I, I said I hope our game. Is like that with you guys. You know? I, I see. I see yesterday's game giving us momentum into our last three games of the year because we're mad. Are the team's mad because hey, we almost we should have beat a top ten team in Ohio State, but we didn't, and we didn't well, finish. We didn't play the third and fourth quarter. Really, third quarter killed us. If we played better in the third quarter, we win the game. Well, um, and especially with these players, these upperclassmen that you know. A two and going into the game, a two and six team that played yep. that close with Ohio State win just two years ago. Remi- <laughs> I remind you that we were both top ten teams and they beat us sixty two to three. Yeah, and some of those guys were on the field. And the last time we beat them, it was fifty two to fourteen. So um, the last year it was fifty six to fourteen. Oh, last year, yeah. And we play them next year, September twenty eighth. We play them that early, that early. Yeah, play them early next year. That's my wedding anniversary, and we play them in Lincoln. I really hope they win. I I said it yesterday. I think I told you. That may be the last time that we lose to Ohio State in quite some time. Right, and it's and too especially depending on what happens with Urban Meyer and you know what other type of coach that they you know bring in. Yeah, it might take them a couple of years to yeah. to get back on track. So yeah, I think I think we stunned a lot. We stunned a lot of people yesterday. I think a lot of people were not only shocked, but they they realized this Nebraska team's for real, and they're going to be so good Best in the two next and few seven years. team ever. <laughs> Um, so, I mean, really, like I said, we kind of we really did win on a lot of a lot of sides of the ball yesterday. Uh, time of possession, really, a lot of the Minus stats. The special teams, yeah, running running is what hurt us. Uh, they beat us in the run game. Uh, special teams, they had the safety. Um, man, we just 
we had three guys block two guys in the middle the one guy on the left side just and we didn't touch him at the line we got to learn how to bump him um it was a good rush on the punt uh our punter couldn't have done anything else there except get hit and possibly a touchdown <laughs> he so, got hit pretty hard too I'm, I'm i was glad. kind of surprised that he didn't he didn't get a little He's hurt kind of a big kid yeah um so i'm glad it went out of the end zone and once again that wasn't a, a decider in the game i thought the rest were suspect again yeah um, but it didn't cause the game i you know it actually it hurt ohio state a little bit because i'm sorry i i and when i saw it i said that guy's gone yep that targeting i said the ohio state guy's gone it's a it's a good call bad rule um he shouldn't have been gone. He was probably their best defensive back. Yeah. And we didn't exploit uh, it after that. That was probably we, we should have taken advantage of it. Yeah. Um, and we, we may have a little bit, but probably not as much as we could have yeah. or should have. Um, fortunate that uh, DiCaprio Blue did not get a targeting. Because um, they could have. Because they clipped helmets briefly before. Yeah. He went in. But they also said he was a runner. Um, he, he was. He was being tackled. And so I, there were some differences in the two hits. But if they would have called um, if they would have called targeting, I wouldn't have been shocked. And I probably wouldn't have been mad about it because it, because of the way the rule was written. And um, that had just happened shortly before that yeah. with the Ohio State kid. I'm not sure yeah. what his name was. I apologize. The, the, two, the two pass interference calls, both were terrible. Um, and you don't, as a ref, you don't make up a call. Just because you had a bad call, you don't make it up. In the in yeah, that game. I mean, just, because don't. it was going to be third and twenty. Because then all I did was make it worse. Which, and it, <laughs> if you didn't call it to begin with, then it would have just been third and ten. Yeah. But instead, you then give Ohio State a first down, which I think might have even led to a touchdown drive. Yep. So that was a big difference maker too. Yeah, because um, I mean, he he grabbed his jersey a little bit um, right before um, he he came back to the ball, but it didn't he didn't do anything to stop him from catching the ball. Well, he made a and, good play on it, but and, uh, it wasn't pass interference. What was the one? A Zigbo going to the end zone when he threw the ball to him? Didn't he get dragged? Oh, he got held, yeah. He got yeah. held pretty bad. He, he got his jersey held. That made a big, right at the goal made line. a big difference, too. Yeah, they didn't call it. It um, is what it is. On one of their rushing touchdowns, their lineman, I think it was either the center, uh, center might have been a guard, I can't remember, but he got up Diedrich Young's face mask. He's holding it and pushing forward, which extending we got called, his arm. Which we got called for. We personal got, foul. We got personal foul for contact to the head, not a face mask. They well, said contact yeah. to the helmet. I mean, is that contact to the helmet? I mean, to me, I asked Damon Benning on Twitter. He didn't respond to me, a jerk. Come on, <laughs> but I asked him, I said, you know, what what kind of call is that? Like, is contact to the head? I didn't see anything. But uh, once again, it didn't determine the outcome of the game, but I felt like there were some things that uh, could have definitely changed some of the plays and changed. Uh, some of the momentum in the game, but um, anyways, Huskers. I mean, I'm not. I, I was probably yeah, the happiest I, I've been after losing a game. Yeah, that's, uh, that's and I think a lot of Husker fans felt the same way. A lot of people were still ticked you know, off about it. A five point loss to Ohio State is, and looking the way that we did, you know, on the road, is a much different. Is a lot different and, than a five point loss to Troy. And we we were a nineteen point. Um, uh, they were a nineteen point favorite. Is that what it ended up being? It was twenty fourth beginning of the week. It was a twenty four at the very beginning. It I heard up. it was twenty two and a half, and then it got down to like seventeen and a half. But and it was nineteen before the game. Um, I wish I would have bet on that game. <laughs> um, Anyways, yeah. let, let's talk about some of the other games in the Big Ten yesterday. All right, all right. Um, so Notre Dame beat Northwestern. Northwestern just didn't hang long enough. Um, clo- it was a close game, um, but just they just didn't hang in. Uh, so Max, I, I tried to talk to Benning on Twitter. He didn't respond though. Um, I haven't talked to him since I worked at Lifetime Fitness and he brought his kids there. <laughs> Been a long but time. Yeah, I was gonna um, say you know him. But uh, Notre Dame over Northwestern, 31-21. It was closer than I thought. Book had 343 passing yards. I mean, he had a heck of a good game. He's the difference maker. Northwestern is still atop the West. 
Um, they have Which a good chance wild. to win the West uh, with like four losses. <laughs> they can still win the West. I mean, four overall. Yeah, overall. Losses. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, watch out for Purdue. I mean, I know, I, I, I know, know, I know. Northwestern beat them. Uh, that's going to be that, the difference. If that wasn't, that could be a big difference. And that was the very first college football game of the season. It was. I mean, and it, and it was a, get a down decent it, game. It was. <clears throat> um, yeah. But uh, I think, I think Northwestern probably ends up getting it. Yeah. But if they slip up, yeah, Purdue's going to be right there. So. Yep. Um, Penn State got wiped by Michigan, forty-two to seven. Smoked. Um, <clears throat> I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about that game because I, I didn't. I put Penn State as like a bold prediction to win. I really didn't think they would. Uh, and Michigan really came out and just destroyed them and said, I think they're making a statement right now. Michigan is. Uh, we're the top team in it the Big looked, Ten. We're going to win the Big Ten. It looked a lot like our game against Michigan. It did. It did. That's the first McSor- time I McSorley threw the ball 13 times. Uh, they even brought another quarterback in. I think he got hurt. Yeah, but, and that wasn't the difference maker, I don't think, obviously with a 42-7 game. But um, 400, 403 yards to 186, that was the difference in that game. Um, and Jeez. Penn State had three turnovers um, and 11 first downs. So big difference in that game, uh, total domination. Iowa loses to Purdue. Um, so that's Purdue's Close second game. straight win over ranked opponents in the top 20. Um, I don't know if Purdue's ever done that. Um, Not but for a while. Maybe when they had Drew Brees or something. Two straight wins over ranked teams, uh, and they made a field goal with eight seconds left. Uh, they managed the clock really well on their last drive um, to get the ball in position to get that field goal. And I like it. You know, I hope Purdue is good over the next few years. Yeah. Have a good opponent in our division. Absolutely. Um, Makes the Big Ten West stronger. Yeah, and, and it was a hell of a good game. I mean, really, 38-36, I mean, that game came down to the wire to the field goal. Uh, it was kind of back and forth. In the fourth quarter, I really thought um, – Game kind of like last week with um, with Iowa and Penn State. Penn State. You got two teams that kept getting the ball back and couldn't make anything happen. Yeah. That's kind of what happened in the fourth quarter again, and, and Purdue ended up being the victor here. Um, yeah, Penn State couldn't stop the ball. Yeah, they just couldn't stop the run. They couldn't or move the ball. No. And Chip Patterson looked pretty good. Yep. Um, um, he's, uh, you know, if you play that Michigan-Notre Dame game, mm-hmm. like right now, now might be different that results. would be a pretty solid game because – for one, Notre Dame wasn't playing Ian Book at that Correct. time. They're a lot better with him, and the Dexter Williams was out. I think you can see more scoring um, in a close game. And Michigan is a lot better. So um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see that game. And it you, you know, you almost might see that as you a might. two and three matchup in the you playoff. Might. We'll see. I, I don't think it's going to get to a two and three because I think Clemson and that, they're not going to slip. I don't think Clemson's but, playing Boston College this week. Yep. But you never know. Um, you had, uh, yeah, we'll get to Minnesota, Illinois. Uh, Wisconsin beat Rutgers, no surprise there. Uh, Michigan State over Maryland. Um, Illinois over Minnesota, 55-31. to 31. Yeah, Illinois I mean, put up 55 points, and you know why? Because A.J. Bush, ex-Husker, had a hell of a good game. And we, you're going to have to stop him this week. 216 pass yards, 127 rush yards. The guy the guy had... me a little bit because... He had over 340 all-purpose We all don't do yards. well with the... You know the mobile quarterbacks. Um, no, and he's coming into Memorial Stadium. No, we've done with a little chip on his shoulder. Yeah, but I, I think that um, I think we'll do okay. I think we have. Um, I think we'll be able to watch that game for sure. But Illinois turns the ball over a lot too. Uh, AJ Bush has been replaced, but he actually got replaced in that Wisconsin game, and then their quarterback, then that backup got hurt, so AJ Bush was put back in. But he had a hell of a game yesterday. Minnesota, I'm not really sure what's going on with them. Um, I didn't expect 55 points from Illinois yesterday. Yeah. I didn't expect Illinois to beat Minnesota, but um, but they did. Uh, 430 rush yards is what Illinois ended up with. Total rush yards. 
696 total yards. Wow. Yeah, so they they really took it to Minnesota. So, yeah. So we, we got to prepare well. Yeah, we better start preparing, boys. Yeah, and I don't. The problem is I don't think their defense is going to stop us though. That's good. That that's their that's the biggest yeah, difference. Yeah, I mean they get up thirty one. Yeah. So I think we might flip the script there and put up fifty. It could be a on pretty that, high scoring game. It could be. Um, but I think our defense has gotten better, and I think they have a lot of confidence going into the last three games of the season. I know we give it. We've given up some yards, but we've had so many great stops. We've had some fourth down stops recently, and I think that is going to give us momentum going. In. I think we learned a lot about ourselves on defense in that Ohio State game. Um, we gave up some big runs. We know that's been a problem over the years. Yeah. We did it against Michigan, too. Gave up really big we runs. We did it against Wisconsin, too. Um, so I think that we have to make those adjustments to be better up front um, and stop those. And they're running up the middle. They're not running to the outside. It's those middle runs. Gotta be better. We missed some tackles yesterday, too, which, which was a big difference. Um, so we look at right now um, – we had a lot of big losses. Alabama, um, I don't think anyone's going to beat Alabama right now. I and think I the think playoff Alabama could be different. Alabama is going to be favored by 20 points in or more in every single game. Yeah. Um, Alabama, is it, can't anyone beat them right now? Well, personally, I did not think that LSU was the number three team in the country. No. We'll start by saying that. Yep. I think they are better than they have been. Yes. But... Well, that's like Florida being number 11. Florida ain't the number 11 right. team. And they so got the only reason that Florida was the number 11 is because they had beaten LSU. Yes. You can't have all these teams in there just because they beat one team that is good or yes. whatever. They still have like A&M and Mississippi State and all these teams mm-hmm. so high, and it doesn't make any freaking sense. <laughs> um, but Alabama killed LSU. LSU, yeah. I mean, you get shut out at home. That's bad. Even the other it teams is. Alabama's played this year yeah. have scored points. Yeah, I just they, they couldn't do anything. And I think Alabama's defense uh, stepped up yesterday. Um, and Bam, Bama's right. They're, they're no question number one team. You can talk. I mean, we've talked about the I SEC. I think Tua got a little hurt. We've talked about their schedule. Yeah, but I, th- I think it'll be fine. I don't think it matters. Um, even if Jalen Hurst comes in, I think they're still fine. I know. Um, Tua is good, though. He's, he's a different animal. He really is. Um, and let, might as well just give him the Heisman now. Uh, there's no Haskins. You're not. A, you're not a Heisman quarterback. Um, there's no one else in the country that compares with him right now. Kyler Murray is good. Minshew is good from uh, Washington um, State. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking stat wise, yeah. which is pretty much what it is. I yeah. mean, no one's probably gonna hang with Tua, no. but. No. Um, Kyler Murray's going to put up some pretty decent stats playing in the Big 12. Yeah, he's, so. he's had a good year, but I don't think anyone's going to beat Bama right now. I don't, Georgia, I just I don't think Georgia's strong enough. No. I don't think they're going to be able to do it. Um, I, I just I don't. Um, and both those teams clinched SEC titles. Yep, so they're going to play each they're other. play each other. So, I don't know. I just don't think Georgia's got it, though. I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. And I kind of, you know, Bama's going to win. They're going to be number one in the country playing in the playoff. Um I think that's. I think it's just gonna. I don't think see see anything else happening there. Um, let's see. I do. Uh, what what else we got here? So we had a lot of losses yesterday. Once again, we had a lot of top twenty five teams lose. Kentucky lost uh, to Georgia. Florida lost to unranked Missouri. They got smoked. <laughs> yeah. Um, U- Utah lost to Arizona State. Uh, did, did you see the end? Did, about, did you see the end of that Texas Virginia? Yeah. So uh, West, West Virginia, Virginia, man, what that was call. impressive. I, I was that was gutsy. Yeah. I and mean, well, he even said they showed a video of him, and and you can see his lips. He said, "You guys want to win the game? Let's go win the game." And they did. They went for two and one. Uh, yeah. Gutsy. Uh, I and like you know the call. What? That's something that you know they only have. I mean, they only have one loss. They're not necessarily mathematically eliminated at no, this point. No, they can still win the Big Twelve. So I mean, that they basically said we're taking it in. 
you know, taking this, putting the ball in, you know, putting the whole thing in our hands yeah. instead of kicking the extra point and giving Texas a chance to score. They're saying, we're just going to do it now. Yep. And I was, uh, yeah. I kind of liked it. Hell of a gutsy call to win the game. Um, any news, any news on recruiting? I haven't heard anything new on recruiting. Um, um, yeah, I mean, aside from, you know, getting two commits this last week. Yeah, and, and I still think. out on Wanda Robinson. I do think. Uh, that whole the, show, by the way, was a joke. It was, it was ridiculous. Um, and I get it. I, you know, I get it. But they come out and say the announcement's going to be at one thirty, and then they do like a 45-minute yeah, show. It's like 2.30. And, and, or 2.30, whatever it was. Well, I mean, that's oh, what I'm saying. It took oh, like an hour. Yeah. And it was, yeah. So they were trying to stream it. Show Showboating. Um, they just showing all his videos. Anyway. Yeah. Anyways, um, I think Tavian Mayo, I think we're close to hearing on him. They said that we'd probably hear not too long after uh, Javin Wright made his decision. Oh, so I think that we're not too far from hearing from him. He hasn't made any announcements on when he's going to commit, but I think we're pretty close to Mayo uh, announcing well, where he's going to go. Well, it's a good thing because I think we have more – commits right now than we normally do at this point in time yeah and we got some good in-season commits we got some some good ones um so nothing else on recruiting that i've seen or heard um next week what do we we got uh oregon at utah uh we're not utah just got blown out utah did um but it still could be a good game i think um, Ohio State and Michigan State. I'm I'm gonna guess Michigan State's gonna win that game. They probably. I will. think Michigan State's good enough. I think Michigan State's similar to us. And then um, we're gonna turn around and beat Michigan State the next week. I hope so. <laughs> I do hope so. That'd be really nice. Uh, but it, nothing else. Ohio State beats up Michigan State. They come to us, and uh, whether they win or lose. But I think Michigan State can beat Ohio State. Michigan State. We've talked about it. They're kind of up and down. You don't know what you're gonna get. Um, so I do think Michigan State go uh, and they're at home. So I think playing Ohio State at home, I think they can get that win. Uh, Wisconsin, Penn State. Once again, not really. It's a Big Ten game. Yeah, Doesn't really matter. Teams have really dropped off. Illinois and Nebraska. I think Huskers are going to run away with that one. It's going to be similar to Minnesota, but I think we score more points. Um, Maryland, Indiana. Once again, I haven't heard anything from Indiana all year. Uh, they're and get used to that. They're a basketball team. Uh, Mississippi State and Bama. So Mississippi State. I mean, I think they they're going to have Bama. Mississippi State ranked as high as they possibly can, <laughs> even though they just played yes. like some. Somebody from forty-five to three. Yeah, not at a conference. Yeah, game. but Mississippi State, Bama. I don't think it really matters at this point where people are ranked as long as the teams are winning. Um, except when you play a team that's a two and six team and you only win by five. I think that's going to affect the way people look at a team. It'll be interesting to see what the playoff rankings are on Tuesday. But I don't think Ohio State moves up. Well, and I get it. You know, everybody has a tough game. We talked yeah. about this. You know, whether you win, you know, you know, whether you're Clemson that barely squeaks by Syracuse, yep. who actually Syracuse is a pretty Syracuse decent won. team. Yeah. Um, but uh, when you're doing it consistently, you yeah. beat Indiana by, well, well, I don't know how many points they beat them by, but yeah. Minnesota plays them tight. Yep. They get blown out by Purdue. Then five points at home against Nebraska. Yeah. I mean, it's a trend. Yeah, it really it's, is. It's not, it's not a one-off. It so. really is. Um, Michigan Rutgers, that should be a, an annihilation. Oh, my gosh, that's going to be bad. That's going to be like uh, Clemson beating up on Louisville 77, 77 to 13, 13 or something. <laughs> um, Northwestern plays Iowa. I think that could be a good game. Um, oh, obviously, wow. yeah, that's a big one for Northwestern, they still too. They have to play each other. Big one so for that Northwestern. That could make a difference. On this. And, you know, Iowa's probably not too far out of that either, no. especially with how every team's got losses. Yep, and, and – and, uh, then Purdue plays Minnesota and Clemson Boston College. Those are really our big games, or big games. Those are really the games to look out for. Just you know, big ten games and just some other fun games. Not really an exciting weekend next week, but we but say that was, a lot. And there was nine teams that lost in the top twenty-five again this week. Yeah, and that's been like three weeks in a row. We've seen at least seven yeah. teams lose in the top and it's twenty-five. Because they keep putting some it's, it's because of where they're ranking. Teams <laughs> um, in there. I'll be interested. Here, here's my playoff prediction for Tuesday night. Um, hold on, real quick. Game days at 
Boston College, Clemson. Yeah, it's yeah slow is week because Clemson it? should destroy them. I know. Um, should, but you just never know. Uh, and they might play Pitt in the ACC championship yeah, game. Yeah, Virginia Pitt, lost. And, and Pitt won. Um, yeah, I mean, that could be interesting. But um, I got Bama first, Clemson, Notre Dame, and Michigan. And, and oh, yeah, I mean. Um, I don't think uh, Michigan's going to jump Notre Dame yet, obviously, because. Yeah, they can't. Because they, they, they can't because they, they lost I mean, you can't really say they can't because yeah. they can do whatever they want. Oh, yeah. Um, and I said to you, I said, you know, maybe not this week, but – and it's going to piss a lot of Notre Dame people off if they jump Michigan. Or if yeah. Michigan jumps them. I just – I don't think it's going to happen. But it probably won't. Um, but Michigan's playing well right now. Oh, yeah. Um so, Carol, you Carol, you mentioned you love seeing Urban Meyer freaking out. He freaked out a lot. How about um, that one? Was it their defensive coordinator that they showed? After, yeah. Oh, no, no, it was Ryan Day. It was yeah, Ryan Day. It was Ryan Day after, On the interception, after yeah. Lamar Jackson's interception. He just started almost drooling and not like, for so long. Um, he, like, didn't know what was hey, and, 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 Carol, uh, I can't see your other question. If you want to remind me what the other question you asked, I wanted to answer that if you will not mind putting that up. Um, let's see. And I think uh, we got – I think Georgia's going to come in at five. I think Oklahoma's going to come in at six. West Virginia's right behind them at seven. Those are interchangeable. I think Oklahoma, West Virginia could be interchangeable. Um, Washington State, I think, is going to come in at eight. I think Ohio State stays at ten. And I think UCF jumps into the top ten at number nine. It's tough, though, because they haven't shown them love. If, if I were years, yeah. they're probably going to keep them at 12. They, they probably will. But if I were to pick, because Kentucky lost, because Florida lost, because LSU lost, three teams in the top 11 lost, Yeah, they might just move Ohio State up the ladder just because. And Kentucky but, should not have been in the top 10. I mean, no. I'm sorry. They're having probably one of the best seasons they've had since like the 70s. But, but they're not really a top 10 but, team. Just because, you know, you win 13 to 6 doesn't mean that you're. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I think yeah they gave it forty points. UCF did. They scored fifty two. That's another reason why it's, I think they'll keep them out. Yeah, and that, that's understandable. But do you really want to move Ohio State up to number eight? Do you do you keep them in the top ten? I mean, it's a five point win. But when, are they going to look at a wins a win? Or are they going to look at that you really should have killed them? Um, so what yeah. was going on with Washington? Um, he with, got he got hurt. Um, they yeah early in the game. Yeah. Um, because they were talking about it, and I'm like, shoot. I mean, if something happens to Zigbo. Yeah. But then Washington was back out, I think, in the second half. Yeah. It might have been. Yeah, I didn't hear any injury reporters say anything. They really didn't talk about him going out and not coming back in. Yeah. Um, I don't think it was anything serious. I think it might have just been a stinger. Um, and then he ended up coming back in. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll probably hear more over the next couple of days. Yeah. Uh, I think he'll be fine. wise He came back in the game. It did, it, okay, yeah, I mean, the, the fact he came back in the game is pretty, you know, that's encouraging. <laughs> yep. Um, as his injury probably wasn't that bad. Absolutely. And and Carol, you, your last name is Stoll. Um, are you are you related to Jack Stoll? Jack Stoll. <laughs> yeah, he actually had a, he had a hell of a good catch yeah, at the beginning of the game. Um, we had some nifty play. I thought Allen, offense, that throw to Allen. Yeah, pretty, throw to Allen. I liked that play. Uh, Allen had a good game. I think we we had some really good um, and interesting play calls where we went to the right well, and, and our receiver and or they, running back came around. It was kind of funny. The announcers were like, oh, they're, they're pulling out all the stops. They're, they're really dipping into the playbook here. And I'm like, well, yeah, I mean, we're playing a top 10 team. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, if we have a shot at winning, we're yeah. going to have to. Well, we, we had some neat wheel routes. I do think we threw to our running backs too much. I think we yeah. need to decrease that. Um, and I like the fact that we can. Yes. That we trust that. Um, but I think Washington's our receiver, not Zigbo. Yeah, and I mean... Uh, but I like the plays. I think yeah. we, we got more creative. Um, 
we got more creative on the offensive side than we've than what we've seen. And I did like seeing a lot of those play calls, and they were interesting. They were fun to watch. Yeah. Um, they were plays where we were getting big yardage because of it. Um, so I think I think playing Iowa at Kinnick is going to be the difference. Um, it's going to be a tough game. Can we beat them? Yeah, I think I think we're a good enough team, just like we could have beat Ohio State. We can beat Michigan State. We can beat Iowa. Um, we have to decrease the amount of mental mistakes. Listen, yeah. we only had five penalties yeah, for 40. We, we, we were much or better. Four, was you know, penalties? one thing was we're at the one-yard line. Five we, penalties for 44 yards. We, Holy crap. We, get, we, we average nine we, a game. We get to the one-yard line, we get a false start penalty. Yeah. Then we throw the screen pass. Oh, really that bad was, backwards that pass. That was a backwards pass. And yeah. it was, that little mistake the, right yep. there it's the mental made mistakes a big difference in the game it really so. it really is the mental mistakes i think that are killing us right now um in some of these games and it's not throughout the entire game but we what made some think? mental mistakes yesterday. I, I wanted to ask you but i think i think when, we i think we can beat iowa most definitely at kinnick um that's an 11 o'clock game too isn't it uh it's 11 o'clock game it's going to be cold i think both teams are going to have uh you know obviously the same weather out there i think it's going to be uh an interesting game and i think we're going to give iowa everything we can i think we have a chance to beat Iowa. I also think it depends on what Iowa does the next couple weeks. So, with their, what do you with their think, next two games. You know, I understand how we run the offense. However, when we have these third and ones, fourth and ones, mm-hmm. you know, even first, second, third, fourth down and goal at the one, do you want to see Martinez go under center a little bit? Yep. I would love it. I, 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 I would just, love I, it. I don't love when he's back in shotgun and then hand the ball off. I mean, it happened. On two touchdown drives, yeah, where we handed to a Zigbo, you know, at the one, but he gets the ball at the five yard line, yeah, and then doesn't make it even really back to the line of scrimmage. So I just don't. I want to see him go under center. Maybe Martinez keeps it, or even handing it yeah, off. You're I in would, a you're in a better spot. You have the in, running back going forward as opposed to the running back just kind of, you know yeah. handing it off to him and sideways. I, I think that is something. I understand it because uh, yeah. it is basically an option. You can hand the ball off to the running back or Martinez yeah. can keep it. But yeah, I, I think I think we gotta do that. Uh, I formation. I like the two running back setup yes. that we had. Uh, we did that a lot. I really like that. I like having both of the running backs on the field at the same time. Yeah, uh, I really do. Um, have your best skilled players on the field. But I, th- I think we have to get up under center. We have to. Um, that's what on that fourth and one I said, you know, go for it. Get out there. And put um, maybe even put a Zigbo in there blocking as a fullback and Washington behind him if you're going to do something like that. But that'd be I, awesome. Yeah, but I think we have to get creative. And you could like hand that. it. You could hand to a Zigbo. Yep. Or you could have. Yeah. Or you could hand it. You to have. Washington a, you have more options. So yeah. I hope we open up the playbook something like that next year. Um, like I said, we got we had nothing losing that game, and I think if we open it up and we go under center, they're not going to know what to do because we haven't gone under center. The only all time year. we went under center was when we tried to draw them off sides. That's right. So I, I think we can do more of that, but it's not the game plan. But I think we need to be more creative like that to get other teams to think more of what we're going to do. Right. Um. Anyway, I mean that's really that's all I got. I think I think yesterday was uh, inspiring to see how we played. Um, yep. And I think that. Uh, it, it was a fun game to watch. I was on the edge of my seat. I wasn't. 
I wasn't as stressed as I normally yeah. am in some Husker games because I felt like we were playing well enough to win the game and that we should have won the game. So I think that's probably why my stress level was down during the Husker game. But um, yeah. I feel like it gives us that momentum going into the next three games of the season, um, giving us a shot to take away two, maybe three of those games. Yeah, I mean, I think we need to make a statement this weekend and put up 50-some points on yep. you know Illinois. Even if we, you know, they might get in the 20s or 30s, get 50 points. 55, 55 points or something like that, um, which I think we can do. Yeah. Um, and we're going to have to do because they're probably going to be able to score some points on us, so we're going to have to score Yeah, you know, obviously more than that. Um, with Michigan State and, and Iowa coming up, I think that will give us a little bit more confidence. Yeah. Um, and hopefully a good way to end the season for some of our seniors. Yeah, I mean, for the seniors, that Iowa game is basically going to be a bowl, you know, be a bowl game. Yep. Um, I mean, I guess we technically could go to a bowl game at 5-7. and seven. We did a couple years ago. Yeah. Probably unlikely. So that Iowa game is going to be like a bowl game. I'm very yeah. excited for that. But yeah. uh, I think we come out this weekend and take care of biz. Yeah, so I think I would love to see more one-on-one. Um, like McKenna mentioned, you know, we have we have two really good wide receivers, and we have a Mike Williams, we have a Stoll. We have guys out there that like, they can they can make plays, and I don't think we're given the opportunity on those one-on-ones uh, to exploit some of the cornerbacks in the Big Ten because I think we can, but yeah. we really haven't done that. Um, we haven't thrown very many, very many deep balls with Martinez. Maybe mm-hmm. he's not there yet. Uh, which is too bad because Stanley will be gone after this year. Yeah, but um, but I think we have the opportunity to do some more uh, one-on-one. At least try some, like yeah. you said. And we may we'll do that in the next three games. I yeah. mean, we'll try to do that. Um, time of possession was great. We did control the clock. We actually had really good time uh, clock management that game. Um, but I think I think Illinois keys of the game is going to be just playing a clean game. Yeah. Um, limit the penalties like we did yesterday. Um, five penalties, forty-four yards. I mean, that's the best. That's the best we've done. I think we have four penalties in the. Uh, and- um, uh, Minnesota game. I think we we'll have four okay. penalties, but I think limit the penalties. Um, take advantage of the one on ones. Uh, defensively, they're not stout. They are not a good defensive team. You should be able to run the ball well. Manage the clock. Get some get some good pass plays in there. Just get to Stanley and get JD, Stanley and JD into involved. space and get you yep. know let them do their thing. And I think we need to do more some more of those out passes. We did some really good passes yesterday to the outside. Um, I would love to see some crossing patterns too, um, especially with guys like Mike Williams and JD Spielman who and Morgan getting get out in the open field. They can run. Gotta give get, the opportunity. Get some turnovers on defense. Yes. That'd be, that'd be huge. But I, I don't think we're going to struggle with Illinois. I think we come out strong. We come out with confidence after yesterday, and I think we control the, both sides of the ball, and we ended up winning. Yeah. I certainly hope so. Yeah. So we'll, we'll discuss the uh, the schedule um, probably at a later time. Uh, we do have to end the show for today. We do appreciate you guys tur- tuning in today, asking questions, having conversations with us. Um, I'll post the podcast here as well, and we'll uh, – We'll be able to, you can listen in anytime you want. And then feel yeah. free to ask questions whenever you want as well. Send us a message or, or post on the page and, and we'll get your questions answered the best we possibly can. Um, I'm Matt. I'm Jimmy. We're two average guys. Thank you guys for tuning in today and hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday. See you next week.